So we're in the Kuzari, in the Mamre Ravi, Oiskimel. He's still discussing the various names of Hashem. And the next name he's going to speak about is the name Kel. Now, Kel isn't a name specifically used for Hashem. We find the other things referred to by the title El, which isn't talking about Hashem as well, and it means powerful. For example, Tidkoscho Kaharere El, which means your Hashem Tzedakah is as mighty or as big as the Harare, the powerful mountains. As soon as Rashi brings the Pasuk, this Ele or it's Lokach, Ele means the strong ones. And therefore, El is the sign of, is just a name of strength. Among those who are strong. And therefore, the Lashon, when we talk about Hashem as Kel, or Kel, the, the, the powerful one. It's like the definite article, he's the most powerful. From the Lashon of strength. And therefore, if he's the source, the other, thing, other things which are strong can be compared to. It's Kilo as they, they're strong in the context of. Similar to consider Hashem the ultimate source of strength, so we say they also they're also strong. In the plural, kibbutz, because out of all the things in the world which are strong, Hashem is stronger. So therefore, even though it's used as a name of Hashem, it's really more accurate to call the title of Hashem, the powerful one. Similarly, Hashem's name when we call Hashem is Kaddish. So Kaddish isn't the name of Hashem. Kaddish is the title of Hashem. And what do we prefer to talk, to talk about Hashem as being Kaddish? Kaddish literally means separate, separate, uh, like in a different dimension. And therefore, when we talk about our Kaddish Baruch as being Kaddish, exalted, separate to everything He created. And therefore, we can talk about the person as being Kaddish too. If he's separated from other people. For example, a Nazir is Kaddashiyya. He's not like other people, he's different to other people. When a person uh, gets engaged, and he's, uh, we call it Kiddushin, it means, like Ratosh is explaining Kiddushin, that she's now separated from everybody else. And uh, she's the only, she's the only Matata to her husband. And therefore, the, when we talk about Kaddish Baruch as being Kaddish, it's because, again, that's the ultimate level. That he's the most different for everything else. He's on a, 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 a level which is completely incomparable to the level that people are on. And uh, we made it, we call him Kaddish as, as being something which is uh, above and beyond what, any, what people can compare to. You carry by him, people are calling him Kaddish too sometimes. Again, it's by, so to speak, as com- in reference to being different to something else, so that we call it Kodesh as well. Kodesh, 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 and Tachis. So now the Shir of the Malachim is uh, said three times Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. And the, the reason is that I'm showing Niktash, Umaraymim, Mishet Katigayam, Uma, Tumas, Saama, Shishkan, Kodabinim. A Kaddish means above our understanding, separate from us, different, uh, more, more holy than us. And even the Malachim, all the different levels of Malachim also say Kaddish because whatever the level of the Malach might be, Hashem is more exalted than that. You know, we talk about three different planes on which Malachim exist, three different levels of Malachim. We talk about the Fanim and the Srafim and the Chayas HaKaddish. And each one says Kaddish because as much as they're able to be massive in Ruchni, as much as they're able to comprehend, 
Hashem is exalted beyond them. And therefore, it's on each level it's Kaddish. And for sure, when it comes to people, so Bavada we talk about the Kaddish and Yashem. That the person is way above what people are, what people could possibly be. And therefore, also we talk about a Kaddish Baruch as being spiritual to the sense that nothing can compare to that because everything is physical. We also talk about a Kaddish Baruch as being Kaddish in that context. And then again, Kaddish just means above, beyond, something which is a, a, a way, way above what we can understand. That same concept of separation. We talk about Hashem as being the Kedosh Yisrael. It's not that we call, he calls, it's not a Dvekus Nagir, that we can feel it, that means we can touch Hashem, we can understand Hashem. It means the Kedosh Yisrael, which means something which, which Klai Yisrael have, which no one else has. And therefore, if, if Hashem relates to Klai Yisrael, in a, in a way that he doesn't relate to any other nation or any other people, so then that becomes separate. It's unique to Klai Yisrael. It's the Kaddish of Yisrael. It's separate in the way he relates to Klai Yisrael. And therefore, <coughs> being as the Lashem Kaddish do not separation. A person can't, so to speak, ascribe a level to himself. And say that uh, my Hashem, so to speak, or my Eloika, or that to use the the possessive or like Elokai, my Hashem, or Elokecha, your Hashem. What does that mean? When we're gonna, when does the person have the right to, so to speak, uh, identify something of the way we refer to Hashem? As being his, or as being connected to him. So he explains. He says, really, it's only a person who's exalted more than anybody else. So then, in his context, we can say that his level of, of connection to Hashem is greater, and therefore we'll we'll talk about uh, Hashem is Elokecho, for example, because his his understanding of Hashem is much greater. This is Dafka Navi or a Chassid is in a very high madrega. Why? It doesn't mean we don't accept Hashem as Elekeinu. But it means this was like a sign of COVID when Rashi is in Torah as well. And that is being as your level of closeness to Hashem is much greater than ours. So we refer to him as as Elekecho uh, in the sense that you're more connected to him than we are. And this we find a lot of times in Torah. When the Chacham asks, Mo'edus, uh, so same thing also. Sometimes it says Lashon Elekeinu, and sometimes when it's referring to someone who's greater, the Lashon uses Elekecho, and it doesn't mean that a person's excluding himself from that. The Nakuda is that a person understands that your level is greater than mine, and therefore, just like we say, like Avram, like Yitzchak, like Yaakov, and because they were greater, and therefore we can also also say to somebody who's that much greater that we can we, we can refer to Hashem as Elekecho, which is your Hasaga of Hashem. Your level of closeness to Hashem is much much more great, much greater. Now, And therefore, when it talks about Klai Yisrael's level of connection to Hashem, as compared to the other Goyim's level of connection to Hashem, 
He says that's the erech. It's the level of Akira they are exalted among all the other people. And the way Hashem says that is Akira you Kaddish as a nation or you separate as a nation from everybody else. And uh, to you literally means separated. Now, Rashi explains it very simply. When the Pasuk Kedoshim to you, Rashi explains Kedoshim as separate yourself from Avera. In other words, Kedoshim to you means Prussian to you. Rashi, in other words, someone separated themselves from Avera. But it's also talking about Klai Yisrael's distinction. And that is that, like the Pasuk says, I've separated you from all other nations to be mine. So in that way, we're separated, we're different, we're Kedosh. We're Kedosh Tanu, like we said in the Davini. You chose us, you elevated us, you separated us. You aren't in the same category as everybody else. And the person who's separated, who's in a different level, a different distinction, that's the concept of being Kaddish. And therefore, well, just like Hashem tells us, Kaddishim to you, so he says, Kaddishim to Hashem Lekeichem. Kaddish Baruch is beyond us as well. As much as we can be Kaddish, Hashem is more Kaddish than that. And that's a high level of Distinction, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, so that's the name. The, the two titles we gave Hashem either as Kel, as the source of strength, or as Kodesh, which means it's not really a, a title describing Hashem, it's really the title describing that Hashem is distant. And that is, He's, more, he's above what we, can, what we can connect to, what we can comprehend. He's, he's separate from us in that regard. That's it's not a shame. So it's not a shame, it's a description. Right. Now, the, the, the next name we're going to bring, the name Adon, the name which is written Aleph Tarad Nunyud, like he says, that means literally the master. Hukarem is I love. And now that's a reference to Hashem himself, that's why this is the name of Hashem, it's not just a title, uh, but it's something which we refer to Hashem by, and therefore it's not a name one can say. Kerem is built In other words, even though it's describing one aspect of our relationship with Hashem, it's one side, it's not the only side, but nevertheless it describes Hashem as being the one in control, the master. Um, what there those who refer to things which are nifalim which are caused by Hashem, as Kilu Hashem doing because they see Hashem and what he does. Just like when he talks about a person seichel. And we, we say someone who's very clever in his martial so he'll say he's a good head. Or if it's a person with a certain depth, he'll say he's a, he's, a, he's a deep thinker, he's a deep heart, whatever it's going to be. The reference isn't literally the brain. It's literally, it's talking about the seichel, which is housed in the person's mind. It's not talking to something which is like literally the person's brain. It's talking about the seichel inside his brain. But since the way we sit is in is kilo angered in the person's mind, so we refer to that as being as being the source of the seichel. Even though the the other parts of the body can also be a part of the seichel, he's called the seichel here is like the spiritual part of a person which fills the whole body. But we see that that it's dafka in the mind or in the person's feelings where he connects to it more. So that's why we, we say that's where it's entered. And therefore, they're the ones where we most see the seichel being, 
the person's mind, for example. That's what we're going to say. Ke'ilu, yeah. that, uh, that his neshama, or seichel, is in his mind. That, that's what we see the connection between them. And then what does he want to say with that? The same thing when it comes to Kodesh Baruch. And uh, what he's going to explain, we're going to see the next few words, is that sometimes we refer to Hashem in terms of place. Now, that doesn't mean Hashem is more one place than any other place. And in fact, as we know, the Hashem is in another place. It's the other way around. Hashem is the source in which all places exist. But, being as we see Hashem's Pu'ula, Hashem's activity more there than other places, so we're going to, so to speak, compare that as a place which is closer to Hashem. So, just some examples, which is going to give more, but some examples, for example, we're talking about the Yerushalayim, Mashayim, Bahar Hashem Yerah. It's the mountain of Hashem. What makes it Hashem's mountain more than any other mountain? Or, just as an example, and what? There was a certain Nakud of, of Nebuah which was manifest in that mountain for success. Har Hashem, Rashi said, they saw the On and Kashal Har. They saw the Shekhinah on the mountain, so then it became the mountain of Hashem. Not because it's more, more His mountain than any other mountain, but because that's where we saw a connection to Hashem, so we call it the same thing. The Western is called the base Hashem. And same thing, the reason again is because that's where we saw that connection. So the matter we refer to Hashem. Same idea. And uh, in London, in places in this world, also we talk about Hashem as an Elokei Hashemayim. Hashem isn't more Elokei Hashemayim than Elokei Oritz. But being as Shemayim is less the domain where people can influence, it's more, so to speak, something where we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, uh, acting without people's interference. So you may refer to Hashem because that's more clear to see Hashem's activity there than it is in the world. And therefore we refer to it as, as the Shmei, uh, for example, the Shemaim of Hashem. The Kim Shemaim because it's not, a, it's not that He's there and not here, it's just that it's more manifest there. And therefore he says the same thing, we build the Sibus Aferis and Mosai's name. We refer to Akadish Baruch as the Lakaya Shemaim because we don't see any other factor involved in what happens in the Shemaim. We, we can only attribute to Hashem. Things which happen in this world, really, Hashem doing too, but here people can get involved in other factors which we can uh, say have some, some role to play. When it comes to the Shemaim, there's nothing else, it's, it's separated in the fact that only Hashem effects have the Shemaim. The Ain Rams and the Dabba Mamra covers. We don't mean to say that there's a connection between Hashem to the work of someone which is created like a Shemaim. If Nashim Kaidim, Mishamshim Mitsua, Sibusakhiris, Mishtashim Alav, Misparach, Shwasibus Sibus. It just means that what happens to Shemaim is coming from Hakadish Parakhu and we see it more manifest there. And that's why Shem is called a Yeshiv Shemaim or Yakim Bashamaim. And same thing we say, Vyesha Darachavar, we talk about Yerashamaim. Or in the Shemaim Yerachamu, we're not talking about the Shemaim, we're talking about Hashem. So why do you refer to Hashem as Shemaim? Because it's clearer to see Hashem acting in Shemaim than it is to see over here. Same thing. Same thing when they saw the Amud Aish and the Amud Anon in the Midbar. So it was a manifestation, not of Hashem himself, it's impossible, but a manifestation of what Hashem is doing. The nets that Hashem brought to protect the Jewish people, so that was a gili of a Kaddish Baruch thing. So they saw, the, uh, they saw that they could shtach with Hashem in the Amud Ha'an, the Amud Ha'esh, because the Amud Ha'an came from Why? Because it was something which, in which they could feel that Hashem was connected, that they could feel a connection that they saw what Hashem was doing. 
The Anan, which was the cloud of the pillar of fire in the desert of the, of the, 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 the pillars of cloud, weren't like regular smoke from clouds we see which come from physical factors. And therefore we saw in Amud Anan, or Amud Aish, something of Hashem manifesting Himself. In other words, something miraculous, something which we couldn't attribute to this world. And therefore it doesn't mean Hashem was in the Amud Anan Aish. It means there was something where we saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing things which we don't normally see as clearly HaKadosh Baruch Hu's uh, direct effect on things. Same thing. It saw the fire in the mountain once again. It doesn't mean Hashem was the fire. But in the fire they saw Hashem doing something which they could, it was clearly there was Hashem doing it. So they can connect to that. And this is the pasuk in the Torah, which uh, it's hard to explain. It says, "V'tach es raglav k'maisa libnas asapir." It says, "V'yiras alakei Yisrael." V'tach es raglav k'maisa libnas asapir. Now, this is a pasuk which all the Farshim have great difficulty explaining, because how can you see alakei Yisrael? You can't see the God of Yisrael. Hashem is invisible. And especially talk about his feet. V'tach es raglav k'maisa libnas asapir. And his feet, there was a like a, a brick of sapphire. That doesn't make sense. You can't picture Hashem in physical terms. You haven't got to picture his feet. And then what does it mean that there was something physical, so to speak, with, uh, which his feet were resting on? So the, the Mephoshim have different ways of explaining the Pasuk. It's a difficult Pasuk to understand. The way the Khazar explains is based on the principle we said before. And that is, they never saw Hashem. They never saw Hashem. But what it meant is, they saw a gili of something only Hashem could do. And if we just now, if we talk about the workings of the Shemaim, it's Hashem acting and they talk about the fire, it's Hashem doing it, and talk about the Amudim, with the, 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 the Anani covered, which Hashem is doing, it's the same thing. What they saw, a Gili of Harsina, it's saw something only Hashem could do. So, by Belashan Havara, we call it Ki'ilu, we saw Hashem. It means we saw Hashem in action, not we saw Hashem himself. And then what they saw was something of HaKadosh Baruch doing, and they understood it's from him, so that therefore they saw Hashem in motion, Hashem in action. And therefore, what they saw, the Koro is the case. Same thing. The Aron is called the Aron of Hashem, or the Aron Adon Kolaret. Not that Hashem is in the Aron. But there again, there was a hog in the Aron which was miraculous, which defied nature, and therefore they could see in the Aron HaKodesh something being done by Hashem. Something which doesn't work in the normal realm of how things work. So they called the Aron of Hashem. But wherever it was, it showed a certain nest. We had a lot of, and that nest wasn't there when Aaron wasn't. And therefore, they called it the Aaron of Hashem. And now, the proof is going to bring next. This is an interesting one. Just like we say, a person sees with his eyes. And so we can now, now spoke about it in the previous year. That's not strictly true. A person doesn't see with his eyes. Because the person can see even when he's not in the confines of his body. Like we spoke about. At a what? When a person's in his body, so he sees through his eyes. In other words, the eyes are the openings through which a person can see when he's inside a body. When he's outside his body, so we know that they can see to a person who's left in the shaman's left body can see too and can see more. Because it's not like limited to just the, the field of vision that he can see with his eyes. So, but everyone always ascribes sight to the eyes. 
and it's because even if a person knows his rule, the reason is because it's just the organ through which the the, the koyach of sight works. Just like I said before, the mind is the koyach through which a person connects to his neshama, to his understanding. The eyes are the organ through which a person's koyach of sight is manifest. And therefore we say he sees with his eyes. It's the same way of saying people could see Hashem, but it literally means what Hashem is doing. Or in any place, or in any situation, or nice, that they could see Akkadosh Baruch doing something, because they saw Hashem. It's not Hashem himself, they saw Hashem doing something. And we find this with a lot of, even though he doesn't bring these examples yet, we find this by a lot of the Nabim. And they say the concept they saw Hashem. You can ask the question, the Gemara asks the question, you can't see Hashem. So, in a word, it doesn't mean they saw Hashem. It means they saw Hashem doing. They saw Hashem in action. And therefore, it's a, the, what they're seeing is something which is miraculous, something which can't happen in the normal course of events, something which doesn't make sense in the physical running of the world. It means I see Hashem doing it. And therefore, it's a Reyes Maise Hashem. I'm really seeing that what Hashem is doing, but I call this the, the Hashem because what I mean is, I see a manifestation here of something Hashem is doing. It's like you see the result of the, mag- of the magnetic field, even though you don't see the magnetic field. You don't see the force, but you can say it's here. Yeah, you can see what see it's how doing. The metal goes up. Right. And you see it's already by Mitzrayim. The Hashem says three times to Pyram. You'll see in the Makkos, the man Taylor, Hashem, or Kani Hashem, they never saw Hashem in the Makkos, but they saw things being done which only Hashem could do. And therefore, they had to recognize Hashem is here. Now they never saw him, but they saw they saw things which are only possible to explain if you understand that Kodesh Baruch is here and he's doing them. And that's also Marcus Bacharis. It says when we send the God, the Yitzchak Hashem Mitzrayim, the Moira Godel, the Moira Godel is a good Yitzchina. That there was a good Yitzchina, and that was a great fear they felt in Mitzrayim. Where was the good Yitzchina? Where was the good Yitzchina, Marcus Bacharis? So we didn't see the Yitzchina. But we saw something only Hashem can do. And that's the case. We see Hashem here. He's doing this because no one else can do it. Like the Pazak like says, only Hashem knows who, in every case who's the Bukhar. And suddenly you see this person does. That person does. Hashem is here. He's, 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 he's acting. You can see him acting right here. That was the Gilead It wasn't that they saw Hashem. It's not Shaykh. They saw Hashem is here right here, busy doing whatever he's doing. And remember, there was a, there was a mirror. We can, we we're aware that. Kilo, HaKadosh Baruch is doing things which we see around us all over. It means he's being piled here. Okay, so that's the way the, the Kuzari explains this idea. And that explains a lot of the Nevoahs like that too. Because once again, every Nevoah which talks about seeing Hashem or seeing Kilo, the not Shaykh. What it means is the Navi saw something which is going to happen or something happening which has no physical explanation. And if we say, see Hashem, he's just doing it. And those who refer to the Chachamim or the Nevim, Chassidim, people on that level, and they call them people Ishalakim. There's a concept of a person being called. And man of Hashem. Like it says, A man of Elohim. What does it mean? A person is not Hashem. What? what Moshe did, people could see HaKadosh Baruch Hu They understood that Moshe is like the key through which Hashem is giving us a Torah, through which Hashem is doing miracles. And therefore, when they, just like in a certain place, when 
when sees Nisim happening, when it says, I see Hashem is here. When someone saw Moshe Rabbeinu, I see Hashem is here. What, what Moshe is able to do is only because he has the ability to the true of Hashem is doing whatever he's doing. And therefore, if, since people could see HaKadosh Baruch acting through the Nisim Moshe then, so that's the case, they would see a revelation that Hashem is acting by Moshe. It's called Esau Lekim. Not just Moshe, we find this by other Nabi Mosa. Other Nabi Mosa, the Malachim Mosa, Why? Not because they are Hashem, obviously, but because what, what, when one sees what they can do, so one sees something which is only Hashem can do. It's just they're the ones, they're the agent, they're the Mahalach through which is happening. So that's why one can describe to the name Hashem. Question? Yes. Are there any real names of Hashem, or do we always refer to Hashem by His attributes? Only by His attributes. The result says that. <coughs> Because we can't define Hashem himself, we can't give him a name. Well, there would be no purpose for a name. There would be no way to describe it. But uh, we can only describe his attributes. Because some are unique to Hashem, and some are referring to a middle that Hashem has. So if it's referring to a middle that Hashem has, so then it's not a name which is unique to him, someone can say. Whereas if it's referring to a name which is specifically by Hashem, so then you're right. For example, so the word L is not the name of Hashem. Anything which is strong is called L in the Torah. Like, that's a thing. But when we talk about Hashem, we talk about Ha-Kel, it means the most powerful. So any Hashem can be the most powerful. So we're referring to Him directly. If we're talking about strength, so then even talking about Hashem's strength, it's not, it's not talking about a name, it's talking about attributes. Because the middle, it's not, it's not the name of Hashem. Right, and now with this last idea, he got to a very, very beautiful point. The Gemara says in a few places in Shas that there was an argument. Shemiram Sunni, he held that every S in the Torah comes to include something. And uh, he went through from Bereshit's bar and came to Shemayim, the S started from there, and he got as far as the middle of the Torah. When he came to Pasuk, like, Hashem and Akechotir. And then he got stuck. Because what are you going to compare that is similar to Hashem? So it says, when you got to the Pasuk, stop. And he said, everything I was there is obviously wrong. My premise isn't correct. So it's says, And the question is, why didn't Shemam Sunni think of that? Not such a, it's not such an unusual drasha. Uh, it is in a Moira Rabbah, Kamara Shemaim, so then it makes sense. And you tend to fear your teacher in Torah, like you fear Ashkina. So as a Shemrakech, it includes the Tamil Chacham, the person's rab, the God led or whatever it is he has to listen to. So why didn't Shemaim Sunni want to dorish that? So the answer is not because Shemaim Sunni didn't hold you have to have Moira, have to have all from a Tamil Chacham. But Shem Sunni felt you can't compare something to Hashem. So how do you compare it to Hashem? It's an ultimate. The emphasis I always wondered about that Gemara. Between me and you, it's always a question. When why, why does Shem Sunni only get stuck there? When, before the in the pasuk in Parshas Vayeschanan, the pasuk will have to ask Hashem like So what do you do with that? Is? What do you mean to love like Hashem? 
everything you've got, more than any other love in the world. So when he got to that post, what did he do? I have to ask Hashem to care for the rabbi is what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what, even know what he would do today if he had to find the rush for the rest. But for some reason that didn't disturb him. Tuck the shayla. I don't want to say. But when he got to later on, if I should say, as Hashem to care for Tira, then then he got stuck. So what's our kibbutz answer? As Hashem to care for the rabbi is to make chachamim. Not that you have to marry from a Talmud Chacham. There's a second point over here. And that is that the marriage from Talmud Chacham is like the marriage from Hashem. Why? How can you compare something to Hashem? So the Kazari lies with his, his son is going to say a beautiful thing. He says, because in the Talmud Chacham a person sees Hashem. Because we're talking about the Nabi or the person who's on the level that Hashem does Nisim through him. And therefore, how does the person notice Hashem acting? Through, through the Nabi, through the Talmud. Through what he can do, a person can see Hashem acting. And therefore, the Es Hashem Rekechotiro is because a person can see Ki'ilu the Shechina working with that person. We made it, that's have a matter for him. So it's not just about that I have to fear a time in Chacham because of him, himself, the person. It's because since now he's being used as an agent to do what Hashem wants, and therefore, just like the end of Moira from the base of Mikdash, Right, there's a dinner Mary Mikdash. Mikdash Tiro. Why? Because it's manifest that the Shkin is there. So it's a, like the Gemara says, Yavamus. You're not scared of the building. You see the Mishnah, Hashem is here. So the Mishnah Hashem is here. Same thing by Talmud Chacham. Let's go back to Moshe Ben as the best example. You see Hashem is here. Hashem is acting through him. In that case, in the presence of a Talmud Chacham, a person feels I'm in the presence of Hashem. Not Hashem, the person is Hashem. But it becomes a point through which Hashem can see, a person can see Hashem working. And therefore, give me exactly what he says. It's not Hashem, but just like, but just like in the Ben Samikdash, there's a dinner of Moira Mikdash because it's Hashem, you're in the presence of Hashem in the Ben Samikdash. The same thing by a Talmud Chacham, you're in the presence of Hashem in front of a Talmud Chacham. That becomes the Chesh Lekazari. That becomes a place where Hashem's presence is manifest, and that's what I have to have for. That's what he says. Okay, Harem is Azir Amrach Amr Abbasan is the Haram Livracha, is Hashem Lekacha Tir, Rabbis Mechachamim. The Hashem Lekacha, to fear Hashem, means to Mechachamim, because in the time of Chacham, one can fear Hashem. But then the mission of Imala Azir Shiko Isharaki. Tayar Murkab and Anlashis Vadakus. And that's why we're talking about a person who we can call an Ishaelakim, a connection between the person and Hashem, because in the person it manifests Hashem. So that's the Chiddush we saw tonight, the idea that when we're referring Hashem to a, to a place to a, or to an event or to something, it's because in that something is the, is the manifestation Hashem is doing. I can apply to a place, like we saw here, I can even apply to a person.